Welcome everybody to another Halloween Haunts episode for Saved by the Credits podcast. I am Matt. Is that what you're officially calling it, just by the way? If, I'm Brittany. Hello. If if you notice, the first two I posted are called Halloween Haunts. Hallow- so I don't think I watched it. You I mean, didn't watch it? You didn't watch you didn't watch it the episode. Okay, so oh boy. I have not subscribed to my own podcast because I don't know how to do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that for you because you can Great. listen to yourself Thanks. on your on your commute in, maybe. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, but the people people, hello people, people hello, listening, people. you guys can subscribe to the podcast and you can listen to it on your commute. Exactly. Anyways, that so, would be great. Yes, it's called Halloween Haunts. This is episode three or part three. Oh, here we go. Halloween part three, the return of the Halloween. No, that's what it is. I'll just edit that out. That's, no, that's not <laughs> that's what, what it is. is. No, anyways. And you're not going to edit my no out and then you won't edit it out because it's a good part. That's lies and deceit. It's not. Anyways, instead of having a 49-minute episode that I had edited down last week, we are here to talk about four more movies. Four more movies. And we're only halfway there on the wheel. It's more fun. We'll make this short, more snackable. That's what the kids say. A little snackable podcast. I have zero snacks right now, so. Oh, that's your own damn fault, ain't it? I can go get snacks, but then you'll hear me chomping. So we're talking about four movies on the episode this week. And the first one that we will talk about is from 1976, Gregory Peck in The Omen. Cue trailer. Gregory Peck. Lee Remy. The Omen. Rated R. You have been warned. So that was my pick on the wheel. And why did you, yeah, let's do it. Why, why did you decide to put this on the wheel? Because I have not watched this movie before. Did you watch the remake? Um, maybe. When did it come out? Did Two, it come out during my time? Two thousand six. Yeah. That's pr- it's a pretty good chance I watched it. Okay. So I have seen this before a long time ago. I actually had the Omen collection on DVD. There's like four Omen movies or whatever. And I know that there's a lot of I don't know conspiracy. Not really a conspiracy, but bad bad juju around this movie. Very bad juju. Yeah. So I wanted to watch it. And it was definitely creepy. I got creep vibes. It, that little that little kid. That kid is scary, is he not? Dang. Like, not a lot of things freak me out. It's usually anything that's very realistic or evil dem- demonic children. That's like one of my two things. Then you should not come to school. <laughs> so what what'd you think overall? Like did you and did you enjoy it? Well, this is now very long ago that I've watched it. Things are blending together, but overall, I enjoyed it. I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah, we did. I think watch I was it. into it. We did watch a little bit ago. Uh, Gregory Peck, who was obviously in um, To Kill a Mockingbird and several other movies, Man's a Legend. Legendary. Yeah, he he was solid in there, and he had like didn't he have his like wife was like thirty years younger or something? It was very weird. I don't know. But the whole what basic plot is there's this, they have Damien, and Damien is like the second devil coming of the spawn. devil or the devil's son, spawn or whatever, and he just stares at people and they do crazy shit. I think what was, <clears throat> excuse me, I think what was uh, a really creepy part was the photographer. Well, first of all, <laughs> 
the the nanny or whatever, the au pair. Yeah. She hung herself out the freaking window during that during a kids party during and they're all staring party. at it. And she's like, Why would you look at it? I'm like, Of course you would look at it. Yeah, but like shouldn't like the parents themselves. or something be trying to get the children to look away? Eh, maybe. They're just all letting them stare at it. It was very eerie. Like yeah. I got a little like, oh, because Unlike movies today where they kind of cut away, even in R-rated movies, they kind of cut away right after because that just seems to be the trend. They were like, no, nope, there she is. She's just hanging around. She's still there. Yeah. Let's try to get her down maybe in a timely fashion. The photographer, he's taking pictures of all these people. Right. And I guess the photos are developing in a strange way. It's like predicting an omen. Yes. It's showing the deaths of these characters. And I think for me, besides the au pair hiding herself, which was very creepy, the mother over the staircase, when I first watched it, kind of creeped me out. And I remember that scene. She didn't die, though. She did not. And they did kind of like a forced perspective thing when she fell, where they tried to make it look like she fell very high, but... Brittany kind of laughed because it looked like she fell like a foot off the ground. I was like, if she just like stretched out, she could probably just land <laughs> on her feet. <laughs> but yeah, it was a little, little camera trick. Like they, I think they do that in the shiny with the hallway. Like it's all forced perspective. BS. I mean, the mother does end up dying, but not in that way. No, I'm pretty sure she just twists her ankle or something. But overall, yeah, it was um like it's like a two hour movie and it, it kept my attention for most of it, especially the music. We talked about it on the end of the last Halloween episode of that ominous music. This is good. And what I didn't know was the whole six 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 thing was always like around, but it wasn't until the omen came out that like people started using it in pop culture. So it kind of. What are some things we learned? Remember we were watching oh, that... Oh, Cursed Films? That f- yeah, that thing. That's what made me kind of like really want to watch it, I guess. I was Even though it probably made it... It probably should have had the opposite effect on me. Um, what Britt was referring to is on uh, Shudder, there's a series called Cursed Films, and it covers like a few horror movies that had very weird circumstances taking place. And obviously the biggest one, Poltergeist. Everybody talks about Poltergeist and all that crap that went down there, but... The Omen episode went into a lot of stuff that I didn't even know about either. Right before they started filming, Gregory Peck canceled his flight. Um, like, he canceled it. It wasn't canceled. And didn't that, like, and flight, like, there was a problem with it or something? The plane crashed and all the passengers were killed on board. Wow. All passengers were all killed? All passengers. So Dang. that was kind of messed up. There's a lot of other stuff. I can't even get into that. But if you're, if you're interested... In watching that, like Matt said, it is available on Shutter. It is called Cursed Films, correct? Am I correct in that? Yes. And one more thing I want to say is this is this is the one I remember in the episode where we're like, holy crap. And this will, even though it's a spoiler of the Cursed Films episode, it will probably get you to maybe watch them. So the special effects designer that was responsible for designing one of the Omen's most chilling scenes, which there is a decapitation of the photographer, right? But this, like plate of glass. Oh, I think it is the photographer. Photographer near the end of the film gets decapitated, right? After moving on from the film, the special effects designer was in a head-on crash and the crash decapitated his yeah. wife. Oh my god, I forgot about that. And like that's like kind of weird, weird right? right? So even the special effects said that it was very eerie and and similar to in the film. Like he confirmed it himself. 
and claimed that there's a road sign to the side of the crash pointing travelers to a town called Omen, O-M-M-E-N, 66.6 kilometers away. Yeah, like, that's Maybe we shouldn't chilling. be talking about this movie anymore. Yes, we are uh, now moving on to the second so, movie of this episode. We'll get to the range and everything at the end, but let's go up next to our next film, The Grudge from 2004. Honey, what is it? What happened? Experience fear beyond words and terror beyond imagination. The Grudge. And we're back. So, Brittany. That looks Brittany's really weird. Brittany's gone now. Well, like, I, well, that's unfortunate. Yes. Anyways. Anyway. So we watched The Grudge next up from 2004, the original Ugh. United States version, because now there is a U.S. remake, and there's also an original that was uh, a Japan film, which I should probably look a little This was film. not my choice. No, this was my choice. There's, there's, it is one of two movies that Brittany, every Halloween, I bring up to watch, and she goes, no thank you, and she doesn't No thank you. It. I find very creepy. Yeah. I don't like. Yes. So it is a remake of a Japanese horror movie um, called June On, um, which is very weird. Like, I did not know this. So the original from Japan was only only came out in 2002. And then like people in the U.S. were like, we have to remake it right away because there's no way in two years it went from like remake to screen. There's no way they must have remade it as it was like first came out. Of course, because that's what we do. Well, we do. America. But anyway. America. So, Sarah Michelle Gower's in it. Bill Pullman's in it. The movie opens very, very chilling scene that I completely forgot about. Bill Pullman's in it for a hot second. Yeah. In the beginning, he lunges over the side of his uh, hotel room. Like a balcony. Yeah. Apartment, maybe. And let me say something. I'm not saying people have to explode when they go off the sides. <laughs> And a la Halloween Kills from the second floor, you know, if you Take watch a shot it. every time he says a la. The man fell several stories, and he had, like, a bloody nose or whatever and some blood. I'm like, okay, that's a, that might not be a good sign for the rest of the film. But uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's in it, and she's great, <laughs> you know. <laughs> she's in it. She was there. She was She's there. No, she's a really good actress. You know, Buffy, obviously, Daphne. And I Scooby can't Doo. remember if we recognize any of the other actors and actresses no. in the movie or not. Mm, oh, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm trying to think of the siblings. Remember, like, the mom was, like, there and they were, like, they hired somebody to take care of her. One of the siblings I did recognize, I think. I just can't remember what, what she was from. She's all that. Oh. Anyway, I just I I don't know. I kind of feel like definitely the kid's creepy. Oh, my God. The kid is still really creepy. And when when that shows up, you're kind of like it's I was still uncomfortable. And I I don't I don't know. It's if it's it's taken right from the Japanese horror. Like it's very well done. However, I feel like that's the only part that's very well done in this movie. I don't know. I try not to pay too closely attention to it because I just 
don't like this movie. <laughs> it creeps me out. That in the ring, like, creep me out. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's the hair. It could be the hair, <laughs> which is funny. Um, I did find out that the reason why the U.S. remade the grudge so fast is because when the ring came out and then they decided to do a ring remake for the U.S., they're like, we'll just do it for the grudge as well. Yeah, didn't they come out like very like close together? Oh yeah, I think that the ring came out in two thousand two as well. So the ring, yeah, ring came out in two thousand two. It's based on the on the original nineteen ninety eight Japanese horror. See, I'm wondering if I watched. I must have watched it right when it came out. It was. I remember when both the ring and the grudge came out. It was a big deal. Like everybody and their mom watched these these movies. It wasn't yeah. just like your. Oh, like you're just horror fans. Like I remember, it was like the talk. Like, oh my god, you see the grudge? Oh my god, oh my god, did oh my you god, watch did it? You see the ring? You're gonna die in seven yeah. days. <laughs> like all these prank phone calls and stuff were happening. Uh, in 2002, how old was I? I don't know. I graduated high school in 2006. So do the math on that one. I I was still kind of, I mean, not young, but not too young. You're like middle school ish. I was impressionable. You were in eighth or ninth grade, definitely. I'm still thinking that if I watch this movie, something bad's going to happen to me. Oh, uh, kind of like, what was the the trend recently with, like, kids? What was uh, Mo- Momo, Mojo? Oh, Momo. Momo. That kind of still creeps me out. But that reminds me of The Ring and reminds me of The Grudge. Yeah. That's all it is. Now no, it's not th- cool. I think that's why I don't like it. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, the, the, the basic plot is... You know, they're seeing this supernatural, like, creature, and over time, they're trying to figure out why this curse is happening, and there's something with a family and a fire, and we find out the kid died in the fire. And no, I thought the kid drowned. In the f- Yeah, sure. Whatever. It drowned in a fire? He drowned in the fire. He drowned in the flames. Yeah, didn't he drown in the bathtub? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it shows how much I was... No, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's just like the last... No, no, no. no, no Bill no, Pullman's I... character, we think, is a teacher, right? Like a professor or of some sort. One of his students were... This is what I'm guessing. One of his students fell in love with him and became obsessed with him. Remember they found all of her journals and she was, like, writing yes. his name over and over and over yes, again? Yes, I do remember well, that. She either had, like, a husband or a fiancé or a boyfriend. He found out... He yeah. killed them. Yep. And they are haunting him now. They're haunting, like, the house. I think it's, like, the house. Right. And then after he dies, because he thinks that's the only way to end the curse, Karen, which is Sarah Michelle Geller's character, moves in with her boyfriend in Japan to the house, and then she starts to get no, She does not move into the house. She's staying there? No. She's visiting. Sarah Michelle Geller's character works whoa, whoa, whoa. at some sort of hospice care. I don't know. But... Coco, Kiku, Kiku, Biku. Coco, Kiku. The person who was taking care of the old lady who lives in the house. The old lady who lived in the house, they moved in with, like, their family. Or she moved in. I don't know. Kiku died. They didn't know where she was because she went in the house. She was taking care of the old lady. Sarah Michelle Geller's character had to come in and fill in for Kiku, Miku. Yeah. Because she didn't show up to work. They didn't know she was dead. And then they start following uh, Sam I think once Geller. you come into the house, it's like, it's like it's, you're done. Yeah. And we think, um, let's see, as Kiku uh, closes in, 
Sarah Michelle Geller's character ignites the uh, gas line in the house. And the house catches on fire. And, you know, house is done. The haunts are done. Well, think I the think curse is over, and Mich- guess what? Sarah Michelle Gellar's characters did that on purpose. Yeah. Didn't she set fire to the house yes. to try to, like... She tried know, to, to get cleanse rid of, the cleanse evil. It. And just when you think she did, and she wakes up in the hospital, we find out that, guess what? Uh, They're still following her, and then, the, and then... I almost said the ring, too. Then The Grudge 2, which is the only DVD I could find at Goodwill. Not The Grudge, because you can't find it anywhere right now. We'll get to that. So can we move on? Let's please, move on. please move on. <laughs> so I want to tell you because I I, I was I didn't want to tell you yesterday the other day, but let's go to my favorite of the four movies wow. we watched. Yeah, yeah. So we watched from 1998, uh, Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman in Practical Magic. My pick. They're enchanting, breathtaking, bewitching sisters. Magic isn't just spells and potions. Now it will take all their power to make love come alive. Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, Practical Magic. Back from the trailer. We're back from the trailer. We're not going to do this every time. Yes, I'm going to. It's supposed to. to be smooth. So, um, this movie was great. I really thought it was awesome. Have you seen this movie before? Never watched it. Was this a new watch for you? It was a new watch. It was a new watch for me. Really? I See, I feel like this would have been something you definitely would have watched. No, I've never seen it. This is Sweet Home Alabama meets um, Hocus Pocus meets a Sandra Bullock movie. I don't know. (laughs) But, oh my, it had everything. It started out like a Lifetime movie, and I'm like... Not that I don't like them. They're usually pretty good or not really good, and then that ends up being great. But I'm like, what is happening? It's so cheesy and over the top. It is the 90s. It was a bit cheesy, but... and the, oh, and the, man. And the music. Oh. This kiss, this Yeah, they're, they're playing some Faith Hill. Um, Sandra Bullock is eyeing up this guy, which I... I'm, ow, ow. I know where he where he's from. He's been in so many things, but it doesn't matter. He doesn't last Wait, long. The first guy or the second guy? The first guy. Oh, first guy. Yeah. yeah. There's a curse on their family and with the men that they yeah. fall in love with. And they started off with that with like a witch like almost being hung and then they go right into Faith Hill and I'm like, what the F is this? But I know the nineties pulled out some weird movies, so I was like, All right, I'm here for it. And then I thought I was going to start losing interest. And then it just like completely turned 180. And then, um, like Britt said, it's about this curse that all the women in this family cannot fall in love. And if they do, then once they hear the beetle, I forget what specific, you it's know. Like some sort of killer beetle. Killer I don't beetle. Know. It makes a sound. That that's the sign that their husband, boyfriend, fiance, whoever is going to meet their demise shortly. Yes. And once that happened, like the movie completely turned. Like I bet you, even the 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 poster for this looks like it's like a walk to remember or whatever. But it's not. It's not. It gets really weird, and I was like freaking out. It was great. <laughs> it, it took so many turns, I got dizzy. Right, and it goes to like then they're on like this. I'm, you know, Nicole came in left for a while because she was like a loner, always partying, never tied down because she knew like what's the point, right? Sandra Bullock, you know, you know, Sandra Bullock met a husband, met had a hus- babies, yeah. and then the husband died because yeah. she heard the beetle. He got hit by a truck. He got hit by a truck after <laughs> evading 
bicyclists. <laughs> the marathon of bicyclists. What was my favorite part was like after he evaded all them, he looked up and he was like so happy with himself. Yeah. And he's like, ah. And, and he was pushing the apples. The apple cart and he's waving. Over oh, he's thanks. Waving over. Thanks for telling me the bicyclists are there. I didn't get hit though. And I got all my Granny Smith apples in these boxes. Boom. Truck. Exactly. Oh, sorry. It's fine. But yeah, Granny Smith apples, boom truck. I is said right. fucking apples. <laughs> but my God, what a movie. And then there's like this wild goose chase and then this cop. There are no geese. Well, there was a light up goose and slumber party massacre, though, mm. which they showed in the remake. I'm so happy. However, the cop also tends to be like a heartthrob kind of guy. I'm like, they don't make them like like he just no, he's a like, good looking sh- guy. That guy was the Under guy that she like spelled when yeah. she was little. She's like, I'm going to make <gasps> this perfect guy. What? I didn't realize that. Yeah. She oh. said he had one green eye, one blue eye. Oh my God. And that was him. And she said she gave him all the qualities that she thought she would never find in a person. And, and it turned is. out to be him. Wow. That, that's really good writing. However, um, yeah, we, we go to like Nicole Kidman had this guy that was obsessive with her. That was kind of like a Johnny Depp slash Axl Rose type of guy. Dick. He was and abusive. They, yeah, it was abusive. They killed him accidentally, and then they, want, they wanted to bring him back to life. And he did, and then it got really weird, and then they buried him again. And then, like, it it was, got really weird. Then they're, like, fighting him, and there's really weird CGI in the attic. And, and the two ants. There's two, like, witch ants that they live with because their parents died when they were really young. Two witch again, ants. Again, because, mm. like... Their mother fell in love with their father, and then their father died, and their mother di- killed herself from yeah. heartbreak. Wait, nighttime ain't and two two ants and a teenage. That um, seems very familiar. Yes, yes, <laughs> two ants and a witch. Did you notice there, there was a lot of witch movies and shows in like the nineties, like a lot. Yes, I guess witches were like super popular, just yeah. like when vampires, uh, vampire diaries, Twilight. and Twilight, and all that stuff came out. It and was now all it's like, now it's zombies. Yeah, or, it was werewolves and vampires now. Zombies. I guess we're at the tail end of zombies, though. Yeah, zombies seems to be gone. Oh, they just announced a new Walking Dead show. Like, legit. Oh, zombies are back. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tales of the Walking Dead. Tales of the Walking Dead. And I think it's going to come on after this one ends. Would you recommend Practical Magic? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Go watch it. I thought just, just for me, because of so many twists and turns, it got a little weird. Hmm. And I thought maybe it was just a bit too long. We could have yeah. cut some things out. I, I started becoming a little less interested, but then, like, the weirdness brought me back, you know? Mm, the weirdness. I mean, I was still there. Yeah. I was still watching it. Yeah. But I might have been a little less interested. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Definitely check it out. I'll get to everything at the end. I don't want to keep saying that. And we're going to go to our fourth and final film that we're going to talk about tonight. A movie from this year. A movie that just came out in July. Wow. So we're going to talk about the latest uh, installment in the Purge uh, franchise. Is the it the final Purge? Is no, it the it's not the final Purge. Forever Purge? It's the Forever Purge. Now, when I spun the wheel, it had the final Purge on there. Well, that was the working title, so okay. that's on them. To Britney, to Matt, this this episode? We had the Omen, yeah. the Practical Magic, me. Yeah, we had and to Britney, to Matt. And Whatever movie we're talking I about now. Thing, yeah, the last one was like three me, one you. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of my pigs left on yeah. the wheel. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked yesterday. There's four of my lots. Let's get to the trailer. The trailer. Reminder. 
Anybody hear the sirens? Is the real purge. The forever purge. Okay, so the forever purge from this year, 2021. And uh, we have watched all the other Purge movies, and we watched the first two seasons. Well, I guess the only two seasons of the Purge show. Yeah. So <laughs> that say- show's over. I'm not saying we're mega fans by any means, but there are like kind of fun movies to watch. I'm I like, I enjoy the Purge movies. It's a good concept. However, it just it hits a little too close to home because a little. I feel like this could happen in real life, and I get a little nervous could? about this. Well, I think they took some liberties because I guess pun intended. That this was very political, and within the first couple minutes, I was like, "Is this a documentary?" Or yeah, is he this? did say that out loud. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, it's feeling a little too real." Yeah, but we won't minus obviously the purge itself, right? Yeah, I mean, I just I think the concept is is really interesting, and, and uh, come on, I mean, if you watch. You probably watch at least the first Purge, whoever's listening to this, the whole thing where once midnight hits for 12 hours, not midnight, sorry. I, I don't know what time it is, but it's, maybe, 12, it's a 12 hour it's a 12 thing. Hour it's like thing 8 to 8 or something. Well, where all murder, all crimes are all legal, but once the sirens hit again, they go back to uh, normal circumstances. And you, you cannot be tried or charged with any crimes during that 12 hour period. Right. So, um, I mean, I know the movie only has been out, has only been out a little bit, but it's it's been it's out on Blu-ray and you can rent it and all that. So I'm gonna spoil it. Sorry. If you have not watched the movie and you would like to go watch it, yes, stop the podcast here because we're about to spoil the movie. And go rent it on Redbox. It's available for Redbox, which is a dollar eighty something night for a DVD, or go rent it on Vudu or any other you know um, digital platform. It is widely available. Yes. Spoiler time. So guess what? It's exactly what the title is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the Forever Purge. So the sirens go on. They show like this family of immigrants um, yeah, paid. We're, we're basically following like these two groups of people. We're following this uh, cowboy family, this white family, and then this like um, family well, wh- that's from El Salvador have moved into Texas. Who's uh who's in the the cowboy family? Oh, it's it, my man. Is Josh Lucas is that yes. right? from Sweet Home Alabama? Sweet Home Alabama. He's a good looking man. I know. He's, he's a good guy. Good looking guy. I know. Well, he's, he's not a good guy. Though. Thank you. So at the beginning of the movie, he's not a very good guy. He's very no. racist. Well, things change. Yes. I kind of figured that was going to happen. Social commentary. Like, they're going to have to like save each other. Mm-hmm. And then he's he's going to realize, you know. So we got, like you said, the two the stories, the two families. Um, and then, shocker, at one point, all of a sudden, there's some shady stuff going on during the purge. But nothing actually happens. And then all of a sudden, everybody goes to sleep and wakes up and the purge is over. And you're like, oh, cool. It just got this done. And this move, was like in the first minutes. 10 minutes of the yeah. movie. Like, oh, and this is a quick like, one. All right. Um, yeah. Matt and I kind of were like having a, we kind of looked at each other and we're right. like, we think we know like what's going to happen yeah. here. That people aren't going to follow the the purge rules anymore and they're just going to start killing each other. And that's exactly what started yes. happening. The one of the first things that happened, which I think the most memorable thing is the um, the one woman, which I think was also in a Netflix movie recently, Army of the Dead, 
Um, she tries to save a goat in this cage in the middle of the street. Yes. She saves said goat, but then gets her neck caught in it and it flips around. That, that was actually really cool. It was a trap. It was it was a trap. And then men dressed with demonic bunny masks come out of a dumpster. And that was actually creepy. I was like, oh, what? Yes. And what I said out loud to Matt, I was like, that woman would be me because I would have tried to save the goat. Yeah. I would have gotten trapped. You would have been trapped. You would have been dead. And that's really like the first kind of look that we see. I mean, like weird things happened before that because they were like, where is everybody? Right. People were missing. (laughs) That was the first look that we get into. Uh, what this movie is about? Yeah, and it's it's pretty much what you think. It's it's people. It, it <laughs> it's people killing each other um, for no reason. So, oh my god, the purge is over. Why are you killing them? Like nobody yeah, cares. Yeah, so these like g- large groups of people all over the United States banded together, and they're like. Uh, we're not following the purge rules anymore for whatever reason. And they're like, yeah, forever purge. Woohoo. Like, we're going to kill everyone. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Allah. And <laughs> Mexico and Canada, which is funny. It's, it's like opposite. But like Mexico and Canada open their borders up to take any refugees from the United States who are want to flee out of the country right. uh, so they're not part of this purge. They only gave them six hours. Yes, and I said, Matt, if We'd this actually happened fucked. in real life, we're in Pennsylvania. <laughs> There's no way we can get to the Canadian border in less than six hours. So we got to bunker down. Yeah, we would have to bunker down in our unfinished basement. <laughs> yeah, and I would it would use, not be good. I, would, I guess I would use like, my piles of Ninja Turtle toys to protect me. It, we would be dead in a mere minutes. I, I'll just I'll put the skeleton in front of us. Yeah, the skeleton will protect <laughs> us. Skippy. Cool. It ended how I thought it was gonna end. Yeah, exactly. I. It was fun. Um, it was. It is supposed to be the end of the Purge franchise. But before we even watched it, I saw that they're they're thinking about doing a sequel. And I'm like, of course they are, because it's like Paranormal Activity. It's like Saw. They can just keep doing it. Uh, TV series is actually pretty good. I enjoy both seasons. I mean, they do. It's like the, one of the last scenes of the movie. They kind of zoom out on a map of the United States, and the United States is pretty much on fire. Yeah, and I'm like, is this from like six months ago, or is this from? Yeah, and know. they're the and then people have like again banded together to fight the people who are trying to keep the purge fight going the forever. So it's like. I don't know. It's like a war. It's like the Civil War all over again. Yeah. It's the United, uh, the people of the United States fighting each other. Mm. So, I mean, the United States is burning. And that's kind of where the movie ends. Yeah. And the family we've been following, the families, uh, some people died along the way, but they made it to Mexico. Yeah, they did. And they... Uh, Josh Lucas and his wife had a baby. Yeah. Yay. And then, I don't know if you saw this. I think it was a post-credits scene. Where in the far distance, Reese Witherspoon shows up. <laughs> You're and stupid. She's, and she's really confused. She's like, what? And she's like, sorry, I've been a lawyer for the past 15 years. They're doing a third one. Yeah. Okay, great. You know, Are hey. you talking about Legally Blonde? Yeah, they're doing a third okay. one with, with her. 
right, let's get to the ratings of our four films. So up first, we talked about The Omen from 1976, obviously rated R for decapitations and other things. Lots um, of deaths. You can rent it uh, anywhere, or it's available on AMC Plus if you have that streaming service. Not a lot of people do. I had to sign up for a free trial, and it immediately canceled said free trial to watch it. So, um, yeah, AMC Plus or rent, and uh, I'm I'm just gonna do Rotten Tomatoes. It's yeah. easier. So Rotten Tomatoes, eighty six percent. Wow. Again, nostalgia bump because it's a classic from the seventies, just like Exorcist or Halloween. So it's gonna have that. You know, it's, it's really been, high though. It is very high, but it's it's a classic. And think about all the horror movies we watched since then. So back then there wasn't a lot of them. Rosemary's Baby. Um, we didn't have a lot just, to like go on, right? So like these, this was like groundbreaking at its time. Wow. All right. So All right, next is, and, and I'll just say like, and we said definitely check it out if oh, you haven't watched yeah. Omen, check it out. Check the it original, out. definitely. Right. Next up is The Grudge, two thousand four. It is PG thirteen, which is our first one we've had. Oh wow! And it's it's you can watch it for free I on. Just I just would not recommend a thirteen year old watching this. My thirteen year old self is scarred. So you can get watch it for free on Pluto TV, or you can run it as well. Uh, this uh, agreed a lot with us, 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. It's like that meme I had. Like, I mean, if you haven't watched it, I, I don't really think you're missing out on anything. Okay, up next. Oh, before you do that, have you seen the Japanese version? I have not. Wow. I think next year my goal is to watch some. I don't want to watch too much foreign because... I think you can get burnt out, especially with a lot of its subtitles, but I've been watching more and more, so I might try to watch that in the original ring and see what else is out there that is an original. Uh, maybe do like an original remake year, like watch the original, watch the remake, and then see. All right, up next, Practical Magic, 1998, also PG-13, and you can only really rent this. Uh, I rented it from Amazon Prime. Um, other places as well. What was it, it like three ninety nine? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this one I did not agree with twenty one percent on <gasps> Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. I was like, why is it so low? It's really low. I really didn't think that. And especially like Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman haven't really had if they had a bad film, I don't think it's usually them, it's the story. They're both I I, I very rarely have seen them in a bad role. They're both very good. It wasn't it wasn't like a not entertaining kind of movie. Like we were both watching it. Right. I don't know if I completely agree with the rating on that. I movie. would say if I had, I, I don't want to. I would say it's at least fifty for me, if not more. I would make mine would go be a, just a little bit lower, but not by much. Right. So, like I said, ch- you know, definitely rent and check that out. And then, last but not least, the Forever Purge from this year, two thousand twenty-one, rated R. Uh, it's available to rent. Also, uh, Redbox has it, uh, as I mentioned uh, a little bit before. And this, again, speaking of what I just said, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Which I think is really high for me. Yeah. I just think people are going to like, it's okay. I watched it. I think a lot of the other Purge movies were better. I don't remember which ones are which at this point. Me either. They're all <laughs> blending together. There's been so many. Yeah. And then, like Matt said, we will also watch the show that we thought was really good. The first season of that show is so good. Oh, my gosh. That last episode. It's really... They actually used the Purge as a good storytelling device instead of just like, ah, gotta kill, kill everybody. People. And there's more of a mystery. They try to figure out something that happened during the Purge. So... 
I guess you can only do so much in an hour and a half movie. Yeah, I'm wondering if just like the majority of people like us who have watched this movie have also watched the other Purge movies. You I can, don't know. You don't have to watch the other ones to no. watch any of these. They always do a good thing of explaining what it is. I thought like they're going to do it again. And it, it was cool, which I did like. They showed the warning of them watching it in the one house, and they showed the warning in Spanish um, with all the people that were in that storage facility or whatnot. But so those are our four films. We did do another spin. We always like to give away the next spin before we end the episode, and it was one of my picks. And of course. We're going to watch from 1986 the remake of the original, which I don't even think you knew that, Little Shop of Horrors. I did not know that. Yeah, so. Little shop, mm. little shop of horrors. But I'm really excited for that because I haven't watched that in a while. And I don't think we've ever watched it together. But we did go see the play, which is funny. So I guess we'll talk about that next time. So, yeah, definitely check us out on all of our socials. We'll get to our little spiel in a second. But um, at Save by the Cred, uh, I've been posting a lot per use for the season. I will try to continue with Christmas, and we'll 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 get more to that on the last episode of the wheel. What we're going to be doing for Christmas, so which should be fun. Because oh, we, yeah, we love our horror, but we love our Christmas too. Oh, it's copyrighted. Uh, uh, gotta uh, go. Uh, <laughs> gotta go. So yeah, check out all this stuff. Um, also still doing that uh, other challenge. Um, the next episode might not be for a little tiny bit. It's going to go past Halloween. Um, we have a lot going on. My brother's getting married Yay. this weekend. So, yeah, we're going to be busy. Um, but we're definitely going to get out the next couple episodes. And then, yeah, we'll extend the season a little bit. Why not, right? So, um, yeah, let's do it. So, like us on Facebook. And Instagram. Yup. Follow us on Twitter. There you go. Okay. Check out Brit's TikTok. That's a great Brit. That's a great Brit. And I guess we'll see, see ya, ya at, at the, the movies. movies.